We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, besties. You know what I don't have time for? Oh, my God, I love this podcast so much, you guys. Yes, I do. Yes. 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 Y
hear it. Yeah. You can't suddenly not get the ick about it and just totally. be cool about it. No, babe, there's no coming back from this. Mm. And the fact that he gave her breastfeeding advice. I mean. <laughs> I mean, wow. that just for me said it all. The stuff about like Edinburgh's in Scotland. I'm like, okay, okay maybe a little bit of like, like a dickhead. That's fine. <laughs> bit of a dickhead, but like whatever. But the breastfeeding advice. <laughs> I can't move past that. You don't need a relationship with this guy. He sounds positively awful. Are you doing it for your husband? Does he really love his brother and you feel like, I want to get on that train? Because I understand that. I've got a girlfriend who has a lot of trouble with her mother-in-law. Like her mother-in-law is very, I'm going to say it because it's in the genuine sense of the word toxic. And it's very hard on her because her husband thinks his mom is amazing. Oh, that's such a lethal combo. She hasn't got anyone to be like, she's like, oh my God, you fucking mom did this. And he's like, oh no, I'm sorry, babe. I'll tell her not to. No. He's like, how nice is it that mom did this for us? And she's like, are you fucking kidding? (laughs) She just came in and passively, aggressively rearranged all the furniture. You know what I mean? Like, so I wonder if the husband needs this relationship, but I don't think you need to have a deep and meaningful relationship with everyone in your extended family. It's great if you do, but I don't think it's vital. I mean, I look at my parents, right? They have a lot of fantastic friendships, but some of them are friends that they share and some are individual friends. Like my stepdad says to my mum about some of her friends, like, I don't understand what you get out of that relationship. And my mum's like, you don't have to understand it. And I don't need to explain the friendship to you or certainly justify why I've continued this friendship with this person just because you don't gel with them. And they have an acceptance that there are certain people in each other's lives that don't necessarily vibe with the partner. I think that's okay. Well, it's just life. It is just life. Fighting that is very difficult. Like, what are you going to do? Exactly. And to our DL, like, you don't need to have a deep and meaningful relationship with your brother-in-law. You can be completely neutral. You also don't need to, like, I don't know, what would you even do? Sit him down and be like, listen, your mansplained too much and it really upsets me. You don't need the tension, do you? No, and nor is it your job to try and fix him. No. I mean, he's got a fiancé. Someone's down for that kind of mansplaining chat can't wait till she's not breastfeeding yeah let her lie in her bed that she's made (laughs) you know oh man i mean i guess maybe don't book family holidays If you can avoid it. Or pat it out with other family members so you can like, you don't have to have too intense a one-on-one maybe, Mm. you know, I guess. I mean, I feel like we've solved this dilemma and it's what, like one minute in? (laughs) (laughs) Feels that way. Look, I think everyone can relate to having a family member that really rubs you up the wrong way. And there's nothing like having a baby Mm. to really put a spotlight on it. I was talking to someone the other day and I know mother-in-laws sort of satisfy that cliche and I know that we all hold ourselves to the fact that one day we'll likely possibly potentially be someone else's mother-in-law and we'll never do x y and z but it's incredibly tricky to navigate like what Rebs was saying when your partner doesn't see their faults Mm. and flaws because it does help when your partner's like I know babe I totally get it yeah the mother-in-law is an interesting archetype because it's like you either love your mother-in-law or there's like epic tension but I think with a lot of family members or people in your life you can treat them kind of like colleagues like you've got to get along and you can as Jem said be neutral like it doesn't have to be antagonistic or heaven sent do you know what I mean I think there is a middle place where it's just easier for everyone if you just try and get along like just be civil I know this sounds cheesy but just acceptance like yeah. as soon as you accept yeah. that someone is the way that they are yeah it kind of washes off you a little bit it more. sort of de-escalates the energy exchange it does. like you kind of go oh it just they are who they are look unless they're a bigot 
and they're being completely racist and offensive and it can genuinely mm. impact the values of your own kids or what mm. they're exposed to, that's different. Yeah. But if it's just a bit of annoying mansplaining, and look, I can imagine Adiel listening to this and go, a bit of annoying yeah, mansplaining, yeah. it's a lot and it drives me crazy and it's completely unsolicited all the time, then sure, you might need to chat to your husband. Reframe. Use it as a teaching opportunity to teach your little baby girl about mansplainers. <laughs> How to spot them, how to not accept it, how, you know. There we go. That's useful. Yeah. That is useful. She's going to need to know when she goes out into the big bad world if someone's mansplaining to her that it's not all right. And then, you know, this is perfect. A built-in teaching lesson about how to spot mansplaining. Or here's a really immature reframe. When your brother-in-law says, did you know Edinburgh is in Scotland? In your head you go, oh, <laughs> cute. <laughs> He doesn't realise my whole family's from Scotland. You could play along and be like, oh, is it? Oh, far out. Never knew. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Crazy. I lived in Scotland for 13 years. My grandparents are from Scotland. I, I have no knew. idea. <laughs> Thank you for shedding light on that for me. Basically, we're uh, endorsing being facetious and uh, having fun with this situation. I mean, he's clearly just not picking up social cues. So why should you have to? Damn straight. Revzy, mm. bit of a to the future oh. thought experiment. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> or is it to the bus? <laughs> How would you feel if Teddy partnered up with someone who annoyed the fuck out of you? Well, I'm really interested in your question. You didn't mm. ask how I would feel if Isla partnered up with someone mm. that annoyed the fuck out of me. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. Teddy's my godson and we were talking about him before we hit record. <laughs> okay. So he was at top of mind, okay. if I'm honest. All right. So one of my kids. One of your kids. Any um, kid. Doesn't I matter. I will struggle. I will struggle. Yeah. It's hard. You know, in any person that you love deeply, if you don't love the couple, yeah. it's really tricky mm. and you lose a part of them, you know, and it's really, really hard. But I would not make it about me yeah, because it's not worth the energy and it's not fair on my child at all. Like, I think the worst thing a parent, I know this is not what our DL called in about, but I, I do think the worst thing a parent can do, or you could just say any family member could do, is like take ownership over the choice of partner. I mean, if you pick the wrong person, you're going to work it out or live in that consequence forever like I just think anytime anyone inserts themselves and thinks they can have a say is like you know who do you think you are yeah look I've dated a few doozies in my time and it wasn't until we broke up and I mean properly broke up because we've all done that thing where your friend breaks up with someone and then you unload the truth thank god (laughs) and then they get back together and you think oh fuck well this one time I properly broke up with an ex and my mum couldn't wait to unload how she felt about this person but by that stage I could see it Mm. and I was like okay fair call but I admired her for not meddling I admired her for showing me grace that this was my journey and my experience your mistake to make (laughs) exactly but my mum was smart you know she played the long game on the sidelines just hoping that I would come to my senses and eventually I did but I've actually had chats with her where I was like thank you for not making that hard on me thank you for not making me choose between you and a partner thank you for accepting them just as they were even though they annoyed the fuck out of you very classy and it would be difficult I would find it very hard because I would want to make little 
little comments or manipulate. Yeah, definitely. And to it's get hard, my right? Point because across. to bring it back to Teddy or Isla, you still want to be a big part of their lives, but then their partner becomes this other arm to their life mm. that's very involved. Mm. And my mum said this to me. She was like, I wasn't prepared to risk you pushing away from me totally. because of my opinions. Yeah. So mum said to me, I would rather have you in my life with this person yeah. that I didn't love yeah. but tolerated than to not have you at all. Mm. Because that is what can happen yeah. is people become estranged because someone's come in too hard with their opinions. Totally. And I wonder with our DL, maybe her husband, by the sounds of it, does have a special bond with his brother. Yeah. Because otherwise she wouldn't care. And there wouldn't be FaceTiming. And, no, you know, exactly. Yeah. So I think we can surmise that he really wants to invest in this yeah. bond with his brother, even with the distance between them. And maybe she's trying to get on that bandwagon she on sounds his like a behalf. Great wife. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> I, I agree. Like a really good wife and partner. And like, good on you, babe, for like trying. But I just also think, you know, I know we say this a lot on Bestie Hotline, but just give yourself a bit of space yep. to not do it all perfectly all the time. Like, it doesn't really fall to you. He's got to kind of pull up his end of it too. I'm talking about the mansplaining brother-in-law. You know, he's got to make it a relationship with you too. Yep. And just to reiterate what we said before, if you're going to strive for anything, strive for neutrality, baby. Peace, baby. Well, DLs. That was an easy one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you've had a fantastic week and we hope you've got an even better weekend planned, whether it's rest, play, doing something new, surviving, not thriving, whatever it may be. We hope you can pour yourself a drink, whatever your poison may be. Mine's a cup of tea lately. Nice. Revs, what's yours? Uh, I'm into the reds. <laughs> oh, you're into the reds. How winter. winter vibes. Loving a Malbec, you? you know? Divine. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you, DLs. As always, we'll be back in your ear holes soon. Love ya. Bye-bye.